right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Bible News Radio. And you know what? I want to thank you guys for tuning into this show. I'm really, I'm really glad that you tuned in. And I want to let you know, in case you don't know, we have a brand new mobile app. It's called, it's under the name of Heart Tug International, which is our nonprofit. And make sure you go down to your Apple and Google Play Store, download it. Once you do, you're going to go in there and you'll see we have this behind the scenes interview with my guest today, Arthur Goldberg, who actually gave us a little behind the scenes video interview. You can go in there, you can watch it and um, learn more. And you can actually see the, the handsome face of the, of the guy who's our guest today. Because um, you know what, look, let's just be real. We're being banned everywhere. And the topic we're going to talk about today has to do with uh, something that's really near and dear to me, which is trying to help people uh, with unwanted same-sex attraction in the counseling field. You know, Arthur <laughs> Arthur has gone through, well, I, I don't want to say hell, but um, but he has he has gone through proverbial hell, you know, litigiously because of an organization he was co-director of called uh, Jonah, which stands for Jews offering new alternatives for healing. Um, and he's gone through this ordeal, which honestly, most of you out there don't even know about. So I am happy to have you back here, sir. Glad that you're Thank here. My pleasure. So just give everybody a little bit of a background about who you are, because, you know, most people, most people, since I've, I've known you forever, almost maybe half of forever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 20 years or so. It's been a while. Okay. So yeah, tell everybody a little bit about your background. Okay. My background is, is that uh, in 1999, my co-director, a woman named Elaine Burke and I uh, decided to form uh, an organization to help men and women who struggled with unwanted homosexual ideation uh, and also other sexual issues like pornography, sex addiction, et cetera. And in the process, uh, we formed an organization called Jonah and we were quite successful. And that was, I think, part of our problem. We were too successful because what we did was we uh, were giving people resources to, in which they could deal with their homosexual ideation or other sexual issues. Uh, this included uh, giving them references to therapists who knew what they were doing. Mainly, most of our therapists were ex-gays, not all of them but many of them were ex-gays themselves. So they've been there, done that, and could deal with it. We also gave them reading materials. I, I actually wrote a book. I don't know if you can see, I'll hold it up so I don't know if you see it. It's called Light in the Closet. Uh, oh, yeah. Torah, Homosexuality, and the Power to Change. It got tremendous reviews. It uh, was uh, basically, it synthesized the Old Testament and modern psychology and showed how the two related so well. I mean, for example, people talk about in Leviticus 18.22, uh, the word abomination, which is the, he the Hebrew word for which is called toeva. Well, in the Talmud, which is the oral explanation of the Torah, there is an explanation of the word toeva actually is an acronym for the Hebrew words toeh, ata, ba, which means in English, you have been led astray. Now, if you've been led astray, uh, then you obviously can come back. You can do, in biblical terms, repentance. Mm -hmm. And doing repentance means oh. being able to change aspects of yourself and whatever. And so 
that's that's the, the central theme of the book, although there's a lot of other aspects. I also got stuff in there about transgenderism and also, I mean, it's a 600 page book, so it's not exactly <laughs> an easy, not an easy novel, but it's an easy read according to most reviewers who have read it. They say it's it's really well done and, and, and simply explained. Anyway, so we gave people, you know, books like my book, but also other books. There were a uh, number of therapists who wrote testimonies uh, of their own change, their own healing. Uh, and we used to give we used to give copies of those books out to people or have them buy it from wherever, Amazon or wherever. And so we gave those kind of resources. We also ran support groups uh, for people so they could uh, talk to other people. They wouldn't feel isolated and alone. We also ran weekend programs. Uh, we referred people to uh, something called Journey into Manhood a lot, which was an run by a separate organization. And so we had, and, and literally innumerable, I mean, I don't know exactly how many, but hundreds and hundreds of people successfully changed. Uh, and many got married to opposite sex people, had children. And so because we were so successful, we became a major target. We also were the only organization that was Jewish oriented. I mean, there's a lot of Christian based organizations and we dealt with people from all faiths. Didn't matter whether they were Christian, Jewish, Muslim, atheist, didn't matter. But we were a Jewish based organization. And because of that, uh, it was easiest to knock us off. It was also easy to knock us off because New Jersey has probably the most liberal, progressive uh, consumer fraud statute in the country. And basically we were sued for consumer fraud on the theory that you should, everyone should know that people are born gay and can't change. Well, there's right. no scientific evidence whatsoever that people are born gay and can't change. But that was the, that was the basic underlying thesis that they did in the case where my co-director and I were sued the first time. We were sued twice by SPLC and, and their affiliated lawyers to, uh, basically try to close us down and they succeeded. Uh, yeah, so, so just so people know, the SPLC is the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is actually a verified hate group, okay? <laughs> At the time that they, they sued you, I don't think they were, but I think they are now. I think they've actually fit into that category, which well, is- Well, they're, the they're the ones who basically give other people designations as, as hate groups, so- right. I actually heard a while back, and maybe, maybe this is outdated info, but I thought that the FBI actually removed them because they, they used to be a viable source under the FBI, and because of their antics, they, they are no longer considered a valid resource for them. Uh, I believe that's true, but uh, in fact, what I found interesting, you know, the most recent uh, anti-cop thing that was done down in, where is it, Alabama, was it in, in Georgia uh, this past week, they're, they're this cop city, they have a cop training center. Anyway, one of the SPLC lawyers basically dressed up as one of the, uh, what was it called, Intifa, uh, Antifa, Antifa, and he was arrested along with all the other people. So the SPLC was actively involved in this anti-cop movement as well down in Georgia, apparently. Man, you know, it drives me crazy because people honestly don't know this stuff's going on. And it drives me crazy, especially in this particular case, what happened with you is is that, I mean, it's flat out anti-Semitism for targeting you that way. Um, and of course, Jonah, you know, the sign of resurrection. <laughs> I just have to say Jonah, but anyway. Um, but that, that was why we named the organization Jonah, by the way. Was it really? That's, yeah, really. Well, that's 
That's what Shua said. I'll give you the sign of Jonah, which is the sign of resurrection. So I like that. I always love Jonah as the prophet anyway. He's a, he gets a bad rap, but I can understand why he did what he did. Right. So but that's another conversation for, for another day. Agreed. So, okay. So the, so everything that you went through though, so they targeted you, right? And they targeted you because you're successful in telling the truth. And by the way, your book, I, I'm, it's all coming back to me. I actually have your book because uh-huh. I, I don't get rid of anybody's book if it has to do with that <laughs> subject. Um, but that's must have been a long time ago because I've it's been a while since I've talked to you. Right. Well, the, I wrote the book in 2008 and then it was reprinted in 2009. And given the subject matter, it actually sold pretty well. Uh, but in in the thousands of copies, you know, not not high thousands, but low thousands, which is given the subject matter, I said, oh, it was very successful. (laughs) Yeah, well, can we, let's just veer off your story just for a second and, and, and just address a real, a current issue, because you mentioned transgenderism and stuff. We actually are recording this on International Women's Day, uh, you know, which I posted on Facebook. This means you have to have two X's, people. You can't have an X and a Y, because that doesn't count. Um, and also in the news recently was Samuel Brinton, who is one of these guys who has come out and, you know, he was under the Biden administration and this guy is a liar. It's even some of the, the biggest, most vulgar homosexual activists don't even like this guy. And, you know, anyway, <laughs> you have any comment on any of that? Because you know, because because well, it, it, you know, it's like it it's almost prophetic what you were doing, and now this stuff is like, and it's just everywhere, and people are finally seeing it, even though you, we've been awake for a while. Yeah, well, certainly. I mean, the the, the what's been going on in the school systems and the edu- the so called education system, which is really indoctrination systems uh, mm-hmm. that, that they're doing in the school systems, is what's causing a lot of this. Uh, and there, there are so many people, young people now, who have been misled and have actually gone through transgender operation. You know, ch- I mean, and these are young children. To me, it's child abuse. It really oh, is. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about oh. ch- children eight, nine, ten years old being given puberty blockers. It, it's crazy. And younger. And younger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they have these uh, events now in pre, actually in nursery school and pre kindergarten. It's unbelievable. Uh, and the it's really uh, there, there's a movement now, of course, of detransitioners. And there's there was a movement. Walter Heyer started way back when. Uh, mm-hmm. if, you remember, if you remember the name Walt Heyer, if you remember him at all. Uh, we've, had, we've had him on the show. Right. And but but now there's actually people There's a Chloe, somebody rather out of California that is that is suing. I think the uh, one one of the tra- transgender medical establishments in, in California. Uh, and about the fact that she was misled. In fact, back in the days when I wrote the book, there used to be, I, I talked about uh, the, the whole aspect back then of people who had been misinformed. There was a fellow named Alan Finch, Alan Finch from Australia, who uh, was, had done through a, done a full transition. Then he says, whoops, made a mistake. Oh my God. My, and the, uh, the doctors never really, investigated this and all they did they, all they did is they want to rush me in and you know basically uh ch- cut off my private parts and all this kind of thing and i i spoke a lot about his case in in my book uh and but there's and that was 
what, 20, uh, 15, 20 years ago. And, yeah. but, and today it's worse because they're just trying to really get so many people, uh, young kids into saying that this is who they are. And it, it's, just, it's just awful in my judgment. Uh, and you know, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say about 2008, give or take, it was around the same time. I actually was a counselor uh, in an elementary school in, in uh, Southern California at, actually it was at California Elementary School. Um, and I was dealing with the whole issue. I was the school counselor, I was doing my internship. Um, but I dealt with that. And at that time, I remember getting invited to a SESCAL conference that was down in San Diego. Uh, it was run by a lesbian psychologist, which this conference is no longer going. I, I recently kind of tried to do some research. They actually discontinued it, but there was a panel and I don't, I don't remember the guy's name, but he was somebody who transitioned back and forth like three times. He was just really messed up. They had a panel and on the panel, he brought up a, a husband and a wife and their little, I can't remember, it was a boy or a girl. It was one, it was one of them, obviously. <laughs> I think it was a boy. And when, one of the things that they were decrying was that at that time, there weren't enough doctors who would go ahead and give hormone blockers. And they were, they were saying it was an outrage that they couldn't have this child, you know, get hormone blockers at, at eight years old or whatever it was. And, and I remember sitting in the back of the room, cause I was kind of there as a, as a spy, kind of like Caleb, you know, as a spy and I just inside us like fuming, like, you know, this, and, and this guy's like, you know what, we are going to make sure that transitioning becomes normal. We're going to try to, you know, assemble doctors that are going to be on our side and all this other stuff. And then when it came time for questions, I, I raised my hand and um, he's like, well, I, I can answer your question afterwards. So I, caught, I went up to him after and I said, I just have one question. And that is, how are you going to deal with all the, the child psychology, the the way a human develops, that's what my undergrad is in, is in human development. How are you going to, you know, discount the work of Piaget and all these other people, you know, who say we have different stages and, and all that in order to convince somebody that they're really in the wrong body and all this other stuff. And you know what he told me? He actually said, it doesn't matter. We'll write our own research and we'll suppress the other research. And that's what they've done. Absolutely. That is terrible. And then and that's the whole aspect of what's going on with, with, with the lack of uh, effective studies. I mean, there are so many different studies now that show that it's, it's really, it's a tragedy. Uh, and I'm glad that at least in some states, not very many at this point, they're actually outlawing it. I mean, and look, look what they've done now in the, in the athletic field. I mean, you got this, this guy who was at the University of Pennsylvania or something, and he was on the swim team for the males for three years, then decided he wasn't getting anywhere, so he became a woman. And then of course he started winning all these races because the physiology of the male right. body is different than the physiology of a woman's body. I know, I'm married to a guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it is true in the, in the New Testament, it says the woman's vessel is weaker than the man's and it's not referring to her mind, but it is referring physically. And it's like, duh. And this, 
just fries me to no end. I mean, it really, it really fries me. Okay, so get, so get back to your story before right. we lose track. Okay. Well, make uh, a comment on make a comment about Sam though. I'm just curious what your thoughts on well, Sam are. Well, vis-a-vis Sam Britton, I mean, he, I mean, right. I mean, who goes and steals women's clothing from uh, suitcases at the airport? I mean, I mean, and this is this is you know, a very high position in the U.S. government. I mean, it's insane. I mean, it's totally insane that someone with those kind of issues having such a position, had such a position of power, which the, the administration, I think, has probably fired him. But I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, they did. Which is a miracle in itself. You know, I mean, it even, is, even, actually. even his arrogance, though, didn't even stand up. So that, that's amazing to me. But Okay, so get back to Jonah, your organization. You guys were sued for your your referral service. Correct. You were referral service. You weren't even the therapist. You were just referring to therapists. Correct. Most of whom were ex-gay, so they'd been there and done that. Uh, not all. I mean, somewhat. People like Joe Nicolosi was uh, obviously right. was one of the leaders of the field and was not himself personally, you know, involved in the, in the lifestyle. Uh, or, right. or, but he really understood it well. I mean, he was a brilliant, brilliant man. Anyway. I had, I had the blessing of sitting in on some training with him. Right, right. It was great. But anyway, go ahead. So um, the we had the litigation, the first litigation, we, we actually had two different cases. The first litigation ended in 2016 with, as I say, uh, un, under the rulings that the judge gave, there was really no chance that we'd actually be able to win. Uh, because, as I think I said earlier, uh, he basically refused our expert witnesses to come in. He basically said that anyone who believes that people can change are, are people like who believe in a flat earth society. Uh, this is outdated and outmoded. And I'm saying, how about all these people that have changed? Well, judge, hello. You got people that have successfully changed, you know? Um, anyway, uh, they, they then... Uh, gave the judge then gave an injunction on us that we couldn't do this anymore. He made sure that we had abolished Jonah. Uh, my my co-director and I decided then to form a new organization to basically preach about the Noahite laws, which are the seven laws of Noah, uh, which uh, basically are the foundation for Judeo-Christian uh, religious doctrines. And so we said, okay, well, we have more of a, of a quasi-religious organization per se. Uh, well, that, that, and we also ran a crowdfunding site that was called fun, appropriately fundingmorality.com, which was to uh, basically highlight issues of people that were living moral lives and had a problem. So, and we raised some significant money through there for several different people, a father, Paul Kalchik, number one, uh, who we raised a couple hundred thousand dollars for. Uh, he was being uh, uh, excised out of the Catholic Church for burning a gay flag uh, from the, that he found in the church from the gay priest that he took over the church for. Um, also Mark Judge, uh, who was, you know, the famous Kavanaugh case. So, I mean, these are all people that were doing moral issues, moral things, uh, traditional values, so to speak, and they um, and we ra we raised some significant money for them and many others. I mean, there were a whole bunch of things. Anyway, uh, one of the um, one of the um, things that we had on that site was a an appeal 
uh, to actually commemorate, speaking of Joe Nicolosi, to commemorate the life of Joe Nicolosi and have a, vi have a video produced about his life. Uh, the judge said, uh-huh, you violated my law, my, my injunction, because clearly uh, if you, you're talking about this guy who I, who I wouldn't lay out as an expert witness and you're, t you're having him on there, uh, you are, you're a bad man. And I said, well, wait a minute. Uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that there's something called Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act, which all these big uh, um, internet companies use to basically say that the internet provider is not liable for something that an internet, someone who puts something up on the internet may, may have done that, is a, that may be wrong, may not be wrong. So I'm not liable and neither is my organization. Judges, doesn't matter. You're liable. Uh, I pe obviously we appealed this uh, all the way up the court system, but one, one, one court was worse than the next, I guess is the way to phrase it. What can I tell you? Including the Supreme Court of the state of New Jersey, which wouldn't even hear the appeal after sitting on the case for like six months, seven months, whatever. Um, so we had uh, you know, issues like that. The judge also uh, in the second case, uh, given another injunction that I couldn't be active uh, as a director or officer of any not-for-profit organization within the state of New Jersey. Uh, he, I mean, it, it goes on and on. He, my, my lawyer, of course, said, well, we'd like to talk about, you know, the fact this violates freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of association. I mean, how can, you know, freedom of association, I can't be involved in an organization. Anyway, the judge basically said, those, those issues don't belong in this courtroom. And so, of course, that was, again, part of the appeals, which were, of course, denied. So we, we, we went through, you know, they talk about two systems of justice in this country, you know, one, one for the progressives and one for the uh, conservatives. Well, I, I, I guess I'm living witness to the fact that I can get cancel cultured and, uh, you know, be politically incorrect and all those other wonderful phraseologies that you hear about. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Okay, and just so you guys know who are listening, um, Arthur mentioned some of this other stuff in our in-app interview. So that's what he meant when he said it earlier. Just so you know, you can go watch that earlier. <laughs> Actually, you you're, you also said too that um, that they when you went to trial, they wouldn't even let you have any witnesses. I mean, it's well, well they wouldn't let me have expert witnesses. Expert they, witnesses. They, they, they allowed us to have witnesses, but not expert witnesses. And that included Joe Nicolosi and several other major, major therapists that uh, had tremendous reputations for doing really good work in this field and having hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who successfully changed under their uh, um, therapy. So I have a question. How come you got involved in this battle? I mean, what, what was it about question. you? It's a good question. I mean, there were some people I knew that were involved in this area. Uh, I've always been interested in, in what the Bible says, the, what I call the Torah. And mm -hmm. um, as I was doing some research on it, I, when I particularly realized the research in terms of this Toa Ataba, the fact that you've been led astray and you can do repentance for it, it means that, that God has basically given us a direction how to heal and how to overcome. And so, you know, always being a little bit of a fanatic, a crazy fanatic, I guess. Uh, I said, okay, let me see if I can get this message out to people. Well, right. And, you know, I mean, you know, 
I think it's cool. Honestly, I do. I mean, I think it's cool that, that God laid out that on your heart to do that because, um, you know, you didn't have to, and you're paying a big price for it. Really oh, a huge price. Thank you. Yes. Oh, you said you mentioned like a $3 million settlement. Yeah, right? the, the, ju- the, ju- the judge basically fined me in the second case, you know, $3.1 million uh, for violating his orders. And I've, been trying to raise that money. I've got a crowdfunding site, not not my own anymore. But <laughs> the LifeSite News uh, runs something called LifeFunder.com. So it's LifeFunder.com forward slash therapy. Uh, I raise a lot of small contributions through that, uh, you know, relatively small. And then I get from some major supporters who believe that I've been unjustly uh, victimized. Uh, I've gotten some major substantial checks in the you know, five figure range. So, you know, it's, uh, but I'm still, I'm still shy. And what I did partially at, at my lawyer's advice in order to not be um, in contempt of court and potentially imprisoned because of contempt of court, uh, potentially, uh, that uh, what I did was I, I took a mortgage on my house that I've lived in for 50, nearly 50 years and uh, when I bought the house, of course, I bought it for, I forget now, $40,000, $45,000, something like that. Uh, I, I was able to mortgage it for a million bucks, uh, take the million, pay it into the court, uh, to the court ordered uh, places. And uh, then uh, I'm now in the process of raising money to pay back that mortgage. So, yeah, yeah, I, I have been certainly. Uh, uh, severely victimized. I hate to use the word victimized because it's so misused, but I have been severely victimized oh. by uh, by the progressive world of today. Well, and you know, I mean, everybody, look, you know, Arthur Goldberg, he's 82 years old, okay? I mean, you could be dead by the time you try to pay this off. No, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. Oh, no, no, I understand. <laughs> Your point is well taken. <laughs> But I, but I, I will say here that you know Scott Lively, he was the first person I heard heard the um, the term law side. You know, it's kind of like I don't know if he came up with it or not. But this is an example of that. Right. That you know, if they can't get you any other way, then they're just going to try to you know sue the pants off you basically. Um, and for you know, and to normal people, like with a clear mind, not a reprobate one. I mean, this is ridiculous, you yeah. know? Yeah, Scott's and, a really but, good guy, by the way. Really good guy. Very, very, yeah. very, very and strong. He, he went through his own lawsuit. Absolutely, was, 100%, 100%. But he won. You I was going to say, he had, a, he had a better result, thank, thankfully. He, well, but still, I mean, he was, and he was dragged through the mud around the same time you were because he went to Uganda and he was trying to help people over there. Right. He, you know? He was what he was charged with uh, crimes against humanity, right? Which, you know, I it's mean, a little, a little bit more vague than than the consumer fraud law. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but so the in the consumer fraud law, you know, like you said in the pre pre interview, you know that that was basically they used this. I mean, it's just yeah. And if people do research on you, they're going to find out that you were convicted of mail fraud. Is that tied to that? Is, is it's, that no, kind it's, of... not, it's not tied to that. And actually what it was, which there was, uh, we had done some, uh, I used to be an investment banker 
and we, uh, I was con actually convicted of failure to file an information return with the IRS. The pre-sentence report indicated not one penny was lost in the, in the transaction. So, was, and I, I pleaded to it in order to avoid a humongous trial going on for years. Uh, and, you know, failure to file an information return with the IRS, not exactly a, a big deal. Uh, but I pled to it in order to avoid, as I say, who knows what, and I want to get on with my life and all that. And, but so, yeah, it, was, it wasn't tax fraud. I mean, it wasn't anything along those lines, but that's, you know, and, and by the way, this happened like 30 years ago. It's like 1970s uh, when it, when it, when the occurred. So it's, it's, it's like 40 years ago, I guess. Uh, so it's not something, it's not something that I'm proud of, but it's not, and I've done my own uh, to Shuba, as they say, you know, uh, so. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, but even then, 40 years ago, things aren't as simple as they were, as they are now. I mean, even, right. you know, we all make mistakes. I mean, duh, hello, we're human. So, but I just bring that up. Uh, yeah, but, because, but the, but the, the SPLC and everyone else makes it, makes it appear like a multi-billion dollar fraud, you know, was, you know, uh, which, which, because the right, bond like you should be on American Greed or something, right? <laughs> The bond like, issues that were done were, were in the, in the multi-millions, but anyway, but uh, again, uh, I was supposed to file an information, one piece of paper called an information return, didn't file it. Sorry about that. Okay. All right. So lifefunder.com forward slash therapy people, Correct. that's where you need to go. I'm going to put this in our show notes. Um, and what's some other way? Is there any other way anybody can help you out? I guess people can also reach me by email and do, uh, I have an email set up just for this purpose, which is Goldberg underscore author, my name underscore author at AOL.com. And I'm still a traditional guy. So I use the old OAL, AOL rather than Gmail and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Okay. And Goldberg is with an E, not a U. With an E, so yes. E-E-R-G. Right. Underscore. Forget. Don't forget the underscore. Right. Or, all right. Is there anything else you'd like to add to to this delightful conversation? No, but it's really been an absolute pleasure talking with you and to really reconnect on, on, on the subject matter. It's something that I've been doing what for? I've been doing it for 15, 20 years, whatever. And uh, I, truthfully, I, I miss it. I, and you know, the, the, the one thing I like to say is that some of the people who I've contacted, some of the former people that we gave resources to, you know, uh, there's two cases that I got emails that I'd like to tell you about. One was a woman who I had not spoken to literally in 20 years. Uh, she sent me an email saying, I heard about your troubles. I just want to let you know, here's a picture of my baby. And I wouldn't have this baby and I wouldn't have a delightful husband if it wasn't for you and the work you've done. And then in the other sex, in the male side, I had a somewhat similar one where a guy sent me uh, his uh, three kids, pictures of his three kids, and said, you know, this would never have happened without the work that you guys did. So thank you very much. And in fact, of recent, most recent vintage, actually like three weeks ago, uh, some guy I hadn't heard from in God knows how long called me and said, Hey, I'm getting married. You want to come to my wedding? And I said, I'd love to. As it turned out, my wife was a little ill, so I couldn't get to the wedding that night. But so anyway, so yeah, so change happens. Sometimes it takes a long time 
I mean, these are these are people that I worked with, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. That's me. That's great. You know, it, it's those it's those to me, it's those testimony. I mean, I've had people say you've been doing your show almost 20 years. How do you do it? And I'm like, you know, it's because I will get feedback eventually. <laughs> I heard a great quote this morning. I was listening to somebody and I forgot who it was that said it, but the, but the quote had to do with, you can only connect dots when you look backwards. Huh. Interesting. And I thought, you know, it's interesting because it really is true that I wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be where you're at. If you, if, but if you go look backwards, you can go, oh, that makes sense. So some of, some of those things that we fight for, you know, which we believe are righteous, hopefully, you know, Lord willing, they're righteous. Um, you know, it, it's like for us, we've been doing this for a long time, but now there's people who are starting to wake up, you know, and, uh, I was banned on YouTube for talking about this issue. Uh, you've been dealing with this malarkey. <laughs> I'm trying not to swear, you know, for dealing with this issue. And, you know, people forget, you know, that you're, you're a person, you know, I'm a person, we have feelings and the people that we impact, most of them, um, at least this has been my experience. They, you know, they might come to you and say, Hey, look, you know, Arthur, I, I did this. I'm married now. Thank you for your work. But that's not going to get a front page on Drudge Report, you know? <laughs> no way. No way. No, they're, they're not going to tell you that stuff. I can tell you testimonies of people just by getting them to read the Bible, right. their lives have changed, but they're not going to go, oh, Hey, you know, Heart Tug International helped me read the Bible. It's not, it's, it's not going to be something that, you know, everybody's going to jump up and down about, but it makes my heart happy to hear that. And I'm glad no, that agree. you've been. And what's also good news is that, that when I see that parents of children are beginning to wake up and organize, yeah. and they're organizing against, you know, what's being taught in the school system, which is, you know, like 20 years too late, but still better late than never, because maybe they, we can change what's going on in the schools. I mean, that's that a particular hot button issue in, in, in my in my own thinking, because really the, the, the school systems are to me, amazing. well, that plus, of course, media. I mean, it's funny. I was talking to my wife a couple of days ago, and I was watching some TV show. And on the TV show, of course, you had a one, you had a couple there that are pregnant. They're not married, but they're, they're pregnant. You have another one, that got, and then you got a gay couple. And then, you, I mean, you got this whole ES, what is it called? Equity, ESG stuff. It's just unbelievable. And it's, but that's what the kids are seeing on TV. So they think it's normal. It's, it's the normal way of life, you know, kind of thing. And it's, you know, whatever happened to the idea of one man, one woman, one lifetime. <laughs> well, speaking of that, how long have you been married? 55 years. So I'm not even 55 yet. I'm 54 and a half. Aha. So you've been married longer than I have been around. So that go. says something. I've been married 30, 30 years though. And, and that's, yeah, well, he, you know what he has. And it's, um, my parents came from, um, they, there's 12 marriages between my parents, between, no, between my husband's parents and my parents, there were 12 marriages oh, wow. between them, the wow. four of them. My mom was married three times. My dad was married four. Oh, wow. So I've been married one time to the same guy for 30 years. Um, 
you know, is it's actually, it's a miracle, but it, as, it as shows you that, blessing. yeah, if you live by, if you live by the word, you do the, you follow the rules that right. God gave us, right? I mean, exactly. you can break those curses that you were talking about earlier in Deuteronomy. Absolutely. So. And, and also just look at the, look what's happening with the father, fatherlessness that's happening. I, I wrote an article that uh, actually LifeSite News printed a month or two ago uh, concerning you know the the fact that the the figures the statistics on father fatherlessness it's incredible i mean i never oh. realized how bad uh the the kids are that don't have fathers yeah. how bad the kids grow up and what what the you know the amount of juvenile delinquency you know kid murderers robbers blah 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 i mean it's just it's just i couldn't believe the figures and, and a lot of that i'm sure ties back to homosexuality too so some of it does, absolutely not all, yeah. but some does, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a, there's a phrase that you know well: defensive detachment. Defensive what? Defensive detachment from your same-sex parent. Oh, yes, right, yeah, and, and you know what? Everything is well. Anyway, we won't go into all that, but I will say, because <laughs> I, I know I could talk about this, and we're trying to keep our show to a certain length. Um, Sorry about so. that. I apologize. That's okay. Let's just read remind people go to lifefunder.com forward slash therapy um okay life lifefunder.com forward slash therapy and if you want to email arthur you can email goldberg underscore arthur at aol.com thank right? you yes ma'am all right thank you, thank you stacy lindem i really appreciate it so much well, that was a delightful interview with Arthur Goldberg. I hope you guys really take to heart what he has shared with you and the integrity of this man and how he's been dragged through the mud in the legal system and really for nothing. I mean, truly, honestly, for nothing. Make sure you pray for him. If the Lord lays on your heart to donate to his cause, make sure you go to the links that we've provided. And, um, you know, just remember... A lot of this stuff isn't in the mainstream media because the mainstream media is not wanting you to know exactly what they're doing to people who are doing the right thing. I also want to thank you in advance for donating to Heart Tug International. We are a nonprofit. You can donate to our show via the mobile app. All you got to do is download our mobile app again, Heart Tug International. Check it out and uh, share the show with some friends and stay tuned. We, we, we will continue to have more shows. And I want to thank you for tuning into this one.